Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Reality Redefined. My name is Nick. I'm Ian. Why is it? What is that? That you're like sexy movie guy voice? <laughs> if that's my sexy movie guy voice, <laughs> I'm in real trouble. My name is Ian. Smooth jazz. <laughs> you are listening to smooth jazz. Who the fuck listens to smooth jazz? By the way, like well, I, whoever I love, whoever I buys j- Kenny G, yeah, I guess I love jazz. <laughs> smooth jazz sucks. Yeah, it's. It's watered down white people music, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> that's hilarious. It's a great way to put it, though. It there's, is. It, that's what it is. It's you know, jazz is jazz. Yeah. There's actually uh, this is one thing I can't wait for is once the whole pandemic thing is over, hopefully it survives. I don't know. I haven't seen anything. I haven't even been on their website lately. But uh, there's a pretty cool jazz bar in Ann Arbor that I've been dying to go to. They have live music and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're um, the guy that owns the place came into a place I used to work at oh, a couple of years back and um, gave me a, a business card. And I still have it somewhere. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, you should come check out the club sometime. And so that's uh, definitely something I'm, I'm, I definitely want to do once this whole. Mm-hmm. COVID thing right. is over. It's one of those things you take for granted. Like, I can go anytime. And then yeah, all of a sudden, absolutely. Then the, you're like, the whole world no, falls apart. You yeah. can't go anywhere. A world, no, who would, knew, who would have known a fucking worldwide pandemic was going to fall yeah. on us? Apparently a lot of people. <laughs> really? It. Yeah. Um, I guess there's uh, there are people who are predicting something of this nature as far back as the 1990s. Really? Yeah. Is that the same people that are like, the world is going to end on October on no, December no, no. twelfth. These are scientific journals. Scientific journals studying like the progression and and how things have take been taken care of thus far. Yeah, they they've but always yeah, assumed but, there's going to be some type of worldwide pandemic that was yeah. going to hit. That would be something on the level of this. You know, but we're those, not talking about like they were predicting it yeah. as like twenty twenty is going to suck. Those are yeah. also the people that are probably like. When SARS hit, they were like, oh, here it is. See, this is what it was. Well, I'm sure they were not necessarily quite to that extent, but they were probably like, could this be it? Yeah, maybe. You know? Same with the Ebola outbreak in 20, was it 2016 mm-hmm. or 2015, whatever it was. Um, it had, a, I think it was 2016 because I started working at the hospital in 2017. Right. So, and it was... When I, when I first started working there, they still had, like, the Ebola screening stuff up. Did they? Yeah, it's oh, hard no, to say. no, no, It had to be after that, too, because we were still... Obama was president, though, when it happened, because it was taken care of like that. We had two cases in the United States, and that was it. Okay, so there was another outbreak after that, though, because mm-hmm. I was working at the hospital, because we were asking people, as part of our screening questions for, like, transfer calls and things like that, mm-hmm. if Ebola. they had been to any of those Ebola countries. Oh, I remember that. They were still doing that in 2018, too. Yeah, yeah I Because I remember, yeah. yeah. I think it was just one of those things that probably just kept stayed a, over a holdover from yeah. that. Yeah, it had to be because there, there was there was no because there was there, there was, was no Ebola outbreaks when I when I've been since I've been working at the hospital. And yeah, I remember those. Yeah, and yeah, I remember those because there was it was in like West Africa because we had a couple of doctors that were treated. I don't know if it was at St. Joe's or at U of M mm-hmm. that came from whatever whatever country it was. Oh, you know, that had the maybe outbreak, maybe so. they weren't necessarily like huge outbreaks of just like. Whatever the minimal amount of that would be, yeah. just to to justify the I don't know, but the the big outbreak that was under Obama, because like I said, he his thanks Obama. Well, his yeah, thanks Obama for having only two cases yeah. opposed to 
five well, million see, cases. That, see, that's, that's, uh, that's a very misleading thing, and it does kind of irritate How is it me. misleading? It, it, Ebola is just as contagious and it's, it's more not, deadly. It, it's not just as contagious. The problem is with, with COVID is that the incubation period, you can be asymptomatic or technically pre-symptomatic for such a long extended period of time, which is not the case with Ebola. Mm. You know, when you catch Ebola, you tend to have symptoms in the first couple of days. You start bleeding out your ass and eyeballs within two days. Where with COVID, you can be 10 plus days while you're out infecting everyone before you start having or or showing like true true symptoms. You know, you could be, like I said, pre-symptomatic, you know, where you might have like... very, very mild or very, like, different, um, like, a wide range of different uh, symptoms that could be so mild that you don't even notice them. Right. But you're still, you still have that viral load where you're able to infect other people. That's the big thing with COVID. That's where COVID is very, very different from Ebola or anything, even, like, SARS and things like that. Even though Ebola is a SARS virus um, or, or structurally very similar to SARS, it's just, like I said, it's that long, that prolonged uh, period that really makes it such a different virus. I see. And that's why they can't really say, because eh, you're right, you know, Ebola is a con- very contagious disease. Right. And but the like, mortality rate is a lot higher, too. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It was like, what, it 90% or something uh, like that? It's not quite that high. But I mm. want to say it was like 70 or 80%, something like that. Right. It, it's, a, it's an extremely high uh, percentage of people that, that die from it. But uh, like I said, it's just uh, it, you can't really compare those two, like because it's not it's it's that period that makes COVID so so bad. Okay, that's that's it. Thanks, that's Obama. <laughs> it's all Obama's fault. How dare him? Because I was like, I remember like early on reading about, and I don't remember the exact numbers, so don't fucking quote me. Right. We none of us, neither one of us, ever, uh, you know. Claim to be experts on anything. I know everything and everything. Everything about everything. <sighs> okay. Quiz me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I remember like early on the, uh, I remember comparing to, because look, I will be completely honest. Very early on, I was one of those people that are like, it's nothing. It's just yeah. nothing. Don't worry about yeah. it. What were we I know. About? You used to say it to me all the time. And then like once it, once I saw it firsthand, mm-hmm. I was like, well, this is very fucking different. Right. Um, but like early on, they were like comparing it to the flu. And with, you know, and I don't remember, like I said, I don't remember the exact numbers, but they said someone that gets infected with the flu, uh, you're going to, you, you potentially can infect like seven people or five people or something like that. And then that, but in comparison to COVID 19, that same person could infect, you know, 40 or 50 people. Right. Because of that prolonged period where you build up the viral load until you show true symptoms. symptoms. Right. That's why I said you, you can be pre-symptomatic uh, or you can be asymptomatic also and never show any signs. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard to, to kind of say what you are when you're not showing signs. Because, like I said, you can eventually show signs. So, you, technically, you're not asymptomatic. You're pre-symptomatic. But that's, you're splitting hairs at that point. Right. So we have a topic that's COVID related. <laughs> it is. It is actually COVID related. It's the first time our tangent ever actually connected directly to what we were talking yes. about. <laughs> so um, yeah. So uh, we we've talked about COVID before, 
Uh, so if you haven't done so yet, we he and I used to do a podcast. It was called the Life of Draw Podcast. We did it for like three and a half years. It's available on uh, Apple and Spotify, I think a couple other places. But anyway, you can go on there and check it out. Um, but there was uh, earlier last year, that's kind of what really kind of dominated our topics was COVID because it was everything that was going on. We looked at how COVID impacted the music industry. We looked at how COVID was going to impact the TV and film industry and just kind of like overall kind of things. And one of the things we kind of touched on um, on one episode was COVID conspiracies because there's a lot of them out there. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of them have been kind of squashed over the course of the last, I'd say, Five months, right? Four or five months, but it seems like a lot of them still kind of linger on. Well, I mean, it depends on what circles you're, you know, you're involved in and listening to, because, you know, certain groups. I don't want to single anyone out, Republican, but <laughs> <laughs> tend to, you know, engage in some of the the you know seedier side of the of of conspiracies yeah. when it comes to COVID and everything else going on. So I will say that. Uh, so I am part of a conspiracy group on facebook Mm -hmm. and i will say that these this conspiracy group is very very like hardcore like far right wing typically you know it's it's just a lot of really questionable things i find on there and people say some really like off the wall shit that even like i would assume like even like normal run-of-the-mill Republicans would be like, what the fuck is that? Well, I think that's true of anything and, going on right now. But it got to the point, like, with this COVID stuff that, like, the moderators were deleting everything COVID-related because, like, you couldn't say anything on there without, you know, like, 2,000 comments of, like, the most insane, crazy bullshit being posted on there. And they were like, enough's enough. Right. Um, so, you know, and so I guess I don't really see the COVID stuff on there anymore because it, it gets deleted. Right. Well... I think the, one of the biggest ones is that it was engineered. Right? Yes. And I know there's been some, and I, I, I just told you before we started recording that Bill Maher had two um, doctors on. And I will say for the record, I have not watched Bill Maher in probably months. All right, I've watched months, him. Well, months. he's only been back for like three weeks okay. for this season. So um, It was probably before Thanksgiving was the last that's, time. That was Bill when Maher. he went on hiatus. So, uh Anyway, he had these two doctors on, and, and where are the doctors from? I don't remember. Okay, right. I, was, I, I just figured I'd their, ask. their main study is vi- viruses. That's okay. what they study, and they're, they're virologists. They, virologists, yeah. And they, I, I'm gonna try and look it up while I'm talking. Yeah, because I'd like to, see, I'd like to know where they're from, just because I don't know. It, it, it tends to. Well, it makes you, a difference. It, it does, does um, always. Just, just like whenever I'm. I talk about uh, you know if you're reading something online, oh, we try to follow the money. You know what? Who right. is who is uh, sponsoring this Heather. article or or pushing this idea? Heather Hanging and Brett Weinstein, and they were, um, I don't, it doesn't say who they are, but that's well, that's that's who they are. I mean, that's, what you know, what their what their qualifications gotcha. are. Okay. Um, I know they're doctors. I know they've worked in in the government before. Okay. Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and Google their names. Yeah, why don't you so, try that? <laughs> I just gotta well, remember how. Uh, I'll, type it in because I'm gonna forget how to spell their names while I'm. Yeah, what's what's the one name? Heather Hang. It's H E Y I N G. 
Oh, I thought you were spelling Heather. I was like, oh, that's a really weird. <laughs> I, I just kind of assumed you knew how to spell Heather, so I didn't bother with What's that. What's her last name? Hang. It's H-E-Y-I-N-G. And Brett Weinstein. Okay, let's see. Heather Hang. Oh, let's see. She's an evolutionary biologist. Evolutionary, yeah, okay. That's, they're both evolutionary biologists, mm, yeah. She was, oh, hey, she was educated at U of M. Oh. Um... They didn't really go over their qualifications other than I know that they're, they've been studying, they've written books and stuff. I don't see where says she like. Uh, maybe she's not a virologist, but they were talking about the uh, the biology of the virus. The other guy was Brett Weinstein? Yes. Brett with one T. Yeah, I, I found him. He is, hey, he also went to U of M. Really? Yeah. He's a biologist, vlogger, and professor. Okay. Um, it doesn't say career. Let's see. But anyway, He's they a professor of biology at Evergreen State College in Washington State. Um, I don't see where he went after that. But uh, okay, so I don't really see like. Uh, it looks like he did some work at James Madison and Princeton, also. So you know, just uh, I mean, he's 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 qualified at least in terms oh, of oh, their their husband and wife. Oh, is that what it is? Okay, yeah. I don't remember that being said either. But um, and it says they're promoting the lab leak thesis. That's that's what I was talking about. That's what I was going to get at because they were talking about something having to do with the way the the virus behaves wow. isn't indicative of something that was naturally occurring. Now, apparently, from what I'm seeing online, there's been huge backlash from the medical community against. Um, their paper yeah they well the, this one quote is uh criticized for being a fringe and unscientific well, and that's, thinking. well i didn't know about that but i know bill martin even said on there he's like you know essentially this is just a way and of it, looking at both sides of things and it know? also says that neither one of them are epidemiologists or virologists okay so okay but uh needless to say they were promoting the idea that like i said based there what they're saying is based on its the progression and the way the virus behaves is not indicative of a naturally occurring virus that's that was their premise i'm okay. not a doctor so i don't know all the the words they use as far okay. as you know how that works but they're saying that it's you know they're not saying what there was intention they're not saying this was let loose on the public they're not saying that it just says that it's not and they also based say, on they their, also say that they're 90% certain well i wouldn't i wouldn't trust anyone who said okay. they're 100% certain I'm just, in I'm the just scientific saying. field yeah. uh, i mean that's still kind of high actually yeah cuz i don't think anything's really requires that level of certainty other than like gravity and round earth but <laughs> <laughs> another, another one of our, our yeah. uh, favorite conspiracies well, I, I, I watched a few flat earth videos the other day and I was just like my mind was <laughs> melted by how stupid All it right, was but anyway so, yeah, what were they saying? Um, well just that it was something to do with the way it behaves when you look at naturally occurring viruses and how they evolve on a biological level you're seeing things that are um, accelerated and um, working differently than those other viruses work Huh. Again, like I said, I don't know all the medical details about it, but it was basically that that they their study of it is shows in their opinion that it was the virus itself is at least at the very least a mutation of something that was potentially made in a lab. Huh. They don't they they say the 
the wet market theory doesn't hold water based on their understanding of how this virus has evolved. Uh, I'll have to watch it because I... I mean, I I have. A, I, mean, I think you can just watch the clip on HBO. Yeah, I probably will because so. I don't. I don't. Because it's about from, ten minutes. From what you're saying about it, I don't go down that path at all. I mean, I don't see where it's really. I, I'm not. A, I'm not. I don't. I don't understand biology that much. I mean, beyond the basics, but you know, I mean, what I what I understand of the biology of viruses, it doesn't really act differently from. I mean. It, like I said, the way, it's the way they the, describe because the way it. the way viruses mutate, it's kind of along the same lines as, as all the rest of them. You know, it, it 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 the more opportunity you give a virus, the more it will mutate. Right, and that's why it's really important at this point to get as many people vaccinated across the world as possible to stop it from mutating. Right. Because it's already starting to mutate. Yeah, well, it's, but it, it has been mutating. Now, what for, do you, just a little off off kilter? How how what do you think the percentage of the U.S. population is going to refuse the 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 vaccine this year? Um, I'm hoping that number is less than thirty percent. Me too, but it's not. I don't think that's very likely. I think we're looking at more like forty five percent of the people that won't take it. Yeah. Well, the good thing is. That's probably enough for herd immunity. Yeah, but is it really though? Yeah, because well, look, look at it this way. So you figure if you look at like rough numbers for the amount of people that have been actually infected um, in the United States, like actual infection mm-hmm. is much higher than the number that's reported because the number that's reported is just anyone that's tested positive. Right. But there's going to be you know, millions of people that are asymptomatic. The asymptomatic and never get tested. So, right. but they have an immunity to it, and a built-in immunity. It may not be as strong as the immunity that you would get from a vaccine. from a vaccine, but there's still some immunity there to it. And that number, if you you know, if you go by reports, it's eighteen to twenty-two percent of the U.S. population. So add that to the vaccinated. So if side. you add, if, if, if you add that to the vaccinated side. If there, if we vaccinate sixty percent of the people in this country, we we should be close to that, or right around that herd immunity, right. where so, where the the mortality rate and, and exposure rate is basically more on tune with like a flu. Correct. Okay. Correct. Because obviously you're never going to get rid of it completely. No, no, no. And no. especially since we're at the, these newer vaccines that that will the Johnson Johnson one, the AstraZeneca one that's going to be coming out relatively soon there's uh you know these are one shot vaccines right and even though they don't have necessarily this the same um um effectiveness effectiveness as as the pfizer or moderna right. ones they're still very effective you right. know the i think the 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 one that i saw was 66 percent right had a 66 percent effic, effic, well, efficacy and isn't rate. it true and i could be wrong isn't it true that your your standard yearly Flu shot is really only about seventy to seventy-five percent. No, it's actually much lower than that. Oh, is it? Depending on the year, your standard flu shot has a forty to sixty percent efficacy rate. Oh, so it's so this new these other shots are still higher than your flu shot. Absolutely, I want to say the like the polio vaccine had like a sixty percent effective rate, Hmm. and you were still able to wipe polio off for the the, most part. For the most part, off of the face of the earth, people still get it. So people are like, "Oh my God, the sky is falling." These other vaccines are only. 
66 percent effective and like and and that's a general 66 percent if you look at like 65 and older it's probably closer to like 62 or 63 percent effective um which is still high enough to give you immunity to and the other thing is uh with these one-shot vaccines that i know i've seen the media downplaying it i really don't fucking understand it and not, I'm not saying like Fox News. I'm talking Fox News, CNN, yeah, the most MSNBC. Of them are talking. It's across the board. Like yeah. the media is downplaying the, these these newer vaccines, which I think is really doing a disservice to the country because even these one shot vaccines, like I said, that are less effective than the Pfizer or, Mer- or Moderna ones, these were actually tested in places like Brazil and South Africa, where you've got these variants going on mm. that are coming out. The, the South African uh, uh, vi- variant or, or mutation of, of the COVID virus, um, you know, the, it's the, the, the Johnson Johnson, the, the AstraZeneca um, vaccinations, you know, might only be 55% or 60% effective against that strand, but it's still showing, and these studies were actually done in those areas. So they're actually able to look at long-term effects. Right. Now, obviously, when you say long-term effect, you, you're going to be like, oh, you dumbass, they haven't even been studying them for a year. But, you know, the, these, all these, every single one of these vaccines still went through a standard phase three trial. Right. So they had the, it, it's not like these were rushed. We still have the same data that we would have from any other um, study that's done on a, on a vaccine. So you're able to look at these numbers and you're able to show that these one-shot vaccines, actually, the further out you go in their study, they were 100% effective at stopping severe illness. Right. Which is ideal. Which because, is, which is the, that's the whole yeah. point. The whole point of these vaccines right. were not to stop everyone from getting sick. Right. You know, that's, that's, not, that's, that's not what the think. point is. And, 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 that, and you're right. That's the wrong way to look at it. Mm-hmm. The point of these vaccines were to stop you from getting intubated in my freaking emergency department and dying up on the floor. Right. That's what it's, it's meant to do. And these one-shot vaccines are 100% effective against that. Right. So it's lowering the, the mortality rate. Exactly. And definitely, because that's, that's where the real problem is. They're not closing things down because they to, to stop the spread. They're closing no. things down because if they don't stop, if they don't do that, the hospitals get overwhelmed and the infrastructure breaks down. Yeah. It's it, really not about keeping everyone from not getting it. Yeah. It's the fact that people get it, a good percentage of them are ending up in the emergency room in ICUs, yes. and they're taking away beds from other people who are like having heart attacks and yeah. shit like that. And it's also keeping people from that are having, um, you know, unstable angina and things like that at home in their freaking living room, right? Because right. they're afraid to go to the hospital, right? And then they end up dying at home. Yeah, um, and and even that you've got because hospitals are so overwhelmed, even with the shutdowns, yeah. you've got ambulances going, you know, twenty thirty miles out of their way to go to other hospitals, yeah. and it's definitely putting its toll, oh, toll on everything and also kind of going back to what i was talking about uh, with mutations you know the more opportunity you give a virus the more it will mutate mm-hmm. you know so if you're having people uh basically live in like like what sweden did where like everything stayed open the entire fucking time and then like uh, after eventually they were like oh fuck we really screwed up right uh, you know, if, if you have that case here in the United States, I know every, every, people look at the people that are on the opposite side, 
as far as like thinking about how this virus works. Oh, it's, you know, a, a hoax and things like that. They always point up, well, point out, well, Sweden didn't, didn't shut down everything. Sweden is also like a, like a, everyone that lives in Sweden is, is very similar. Right. They're very similar. They don't have like a, it's a very slightly homogenized <laughs> yeah, I was trying uh, to kind of not say that, but yeah, yeah. but it is, it no, is, it know. is. So we are a much more diverse country and we are a much larger population than what right. Sweden is. So you can't really compare countries like that. Right. You know, it, you can't even compare what Canada did to the United States because, you know, even Canada is a much is a vastly different country, uh, population wise, um, you know, ethnically speaking. You know, so you can't really compare me e- either that way. It, it's even hard to compare a state to state, mm-hmm. um, just because of where the way traffic moves through states. You know, Michigan early on spiked pretty quick. Right. Because we're an international hub. I know people don't want to say that or people don't want to think that. People are like, oh, you know, Detroit is a shithole. Well, Detroit's actually still to this day in 2021 a major international hub. Right. There's a lot of international traffic that comes through here that doesn't go through Pennsylvania or Ohio. Right. You know, I guess maybe some of it does Pennsylvania because of Pittsburgh and, and Philadelphia. Right. But I still think it's not not going through. We're getting a lot of international because people are flying into Detroit who are going to Canada, who are going to U.S. They're flying into the U.S. to fly to New York. They're coming into Michigan because of the automotive industry, right? But I'm saying there's a lot of international travel, even just as far as being like a a crossroads or a nexus, to other areas. Yes. So yeah. I don't know. I feel like I went off on the big long. No, no. Well, I took us down that that road. yeah, so I mean, watch, if you get a chance, watch at least the clip. I will, I will. Because um, I, I, a lot of it was over my head, and I, I kind of get the suspicion that from Bill Maher's perspective, because he he didn't approach it, he didn't throw any of his own views out there, other than he pushes the agenda that things like this wouldn't necessarily be so bad if people took better care of themselves, more preventative care. Oh, absolutely. And, That's what, but he absolutely he thinks true. that should be like. The second thing we should be focusing on over vi- over vaccines should be vaccines and then preventative health. I I don't disagree and, with him at all. Um, which is fine, but I mean he's talking about like diets. I mean everything. Yeah. And um, because if you look at other countries like Canada, mm-hmm. you know Canada their healthcare system is built as a preventative right mechanism. Mm-hmm. You know it, it's their focus is prevention. You know, and that's why you don't have a lot of the same, like, long-term illnesses like you see in the United States. Look, yeah. the United States is one of the most unhealthy countries in yeah. the world. And that's his, that's his, kind of his p- position. On yeah, and this, this virus has 100% proven that to everyone across the board. Right. That the United States, we, we won't because we're thick-headed, <laughs> you know, morons. Right. But this country needs to change its health habits. Oh, of course. And, that, and I'm saying that. I agree with that, and I would probably struggle to, to change my habits. Most people do, you know, because i I don't like I don't like healthy food. I really don't. I don't like vegetables. And the only way I like my vegetables is boiled to the point where they're practically mush, covered in <laughs> butter and salt. Or I drink my vegetables out of a can. I drink a lot of V eight because it's the only vegetables I get. Because yeah. I don't eat vegetables. I like greasy, fatty foods. Sugar. Well, I love sugar. There's <laughs> stuff out there that is definitely healthier for you that you can eat. Yeah, I'm sure. 
But I'm also very lazy too. But you know yeah. that that aside, it doesn't take away from the fact that I agree with those. But points you know of view. the thing is, like, there's a lot of people out there that think they eat healthier mm-hmm. that don't. You can be a you can be a vegan and eat like shit. Well, I think if you're a vegan, you're already eating like shit. <laughs> well, I don't think so. But I just I don't know. I just I think there's veganism. It's it's more of a religion than it is an actual health. I don't know practice. about that. But for a lot of people. I think when I say religion I, in the sense I, of, I think that's the perception, but I don't think. It's been my experience with at least 10 people that I know of that are vegans. At least. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I wasn't. Because I'm never one of those people who like, you know, you hear the jokes about stereotypes and stuff and go, oh, well, that's got to be all of them. But then I started to meet some of these people. I'm like, are you I, fucking I, kidding me? I couldn't be. I could never be <laughs> vegan. I don't know. I could definitely be, it'd be even hard for me to be vegetarian just because I love fish. Yeah, that's me too. But really, like, meat, I don't give a shit about meat. Like, if I never ate another steak in my life, I would not fucking care. No, If I I never ate another hot hamburger in my life, I wouldn't care. I can give up hot dogs, but I I don't, hot hamburgers and steak I I could I can eat, you can eat vegetarian versions that taste just as good. There is vegetarian uh, chicken patties. That tastes absolutely fucking amazing. Yeah, but that's see when you talk about those types of things, it seems to me like it's already it's still processed in a very similar way. It, it's, you know, it, it's it is, but it it's isn't. Not, it's, you know, it, technically it's, a chicken patty isn't real. I mean, it's chicken, but it's overly processed <laughs> oh, absolutely, chicken. Absolutely. So when you're talking I'm about not, a fake chicken I'm, patty, I'm, it's I'm like well, saying, it's just, you know, it's just okay. It's the next step. They just eliminated the chicken from no, the no, equation. No, no, no. I'm not saying like live off of right. vegetarian chicken patties. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying, though, is, you know, every once in a while, if you feel like uh, you're craving uh, a chicken sandwich, it's a great alternative. Or I could just go to Wendy's and get a chicken sandwich. <laughs> but I'm saying, though, yeah. is if you, you don't need to eat. And I'm telling you, man, as someone that I was never vegetarian, I was pescatarian for a year and a mm. half or so, two years maybe. Like, I felt so different mm. not eating meat every day. Yeah, well, I, I can, and then I can do then, a fish-based diet, but I like that would be... and and I'm talking like energy-wise and everything. And then when I went back to start to and started eating meat, like I instantly felt just like sluggish. Mm. You know, it just, I don't know. It just meat just does shit things to your body, man. I don't know. I just I like I like a good steak. <laughs> I like good pork chop. I like good meatloaf. I like good burger. I like a good salmon, and I like a good, you know, good piece of dick. <laughs> anyway, how about we get back? I was going to leave that off of my dietary list, Nick. All right. <laughs> um, so anyway, so, COVID is co- it was it was it made in a lab? <laughs> so this is really interesting. So like, I, uh, I for the most part, I feel like we work with some pretty intelligent people. Mm. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That was great. Um, sure. For the most part, okay, yes. So there is uh, one nurse that we work with who is, he's definitely Republican. Like, definitely, absolutely 100%. Trump, Trumpism. Um, and I would even kind of classify him a little bit on the kind of crazy side of it. Okay. Um, I was in an area where he was at, and there was another nurse in that area that started going on about how... Um, COVID was actually created in a lab in North Carolina 
that the, oh, that's even different. I was oh, yeah. the lab in China no, is no, whatever no, no, we're no, talking no. about. That the United States brought in some of the best virologists in the world to create this virus. And then they took the virus to China to release it, right? And she was going on this big, long spiel about how this has been proven and, like, all these news agencies are reporting it and, you know, you know, you know, people just aren't talking about it, and the 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 mainstream media doesn't want us to really realize what's going on. This is like a ten minute thing. The whole time I'm like, "What the fuck are you even talking about?" Right. So after she leaves, like the super conservative guy turned to me and was like, "What the fuck was that?" Wow. <laughs> like, it was uh yeah it, it was and and then I started actually looking into what she was talking about right because I don't want to be I'm not going to be someone that's Instantly, instantly going to dismiss your your argument. I mean, unless you're a flat earther, right. I'll probably dismiss. There are some things, some things <laughs> yeah. that just. I got to draw a line know, somewhere. Right. We know this is true. Gravity is real because yes. we can drop something and see it happen. Yes. You but uh, so I even. Sorry. I, oh, my God. I dropped my phone on the table. It was gravity. It was gravity. Yeah. Um, no, we're not gravity deniers. So mm-hmm. anyway, I like started looking into this and it's like. I want to say it was like Newsmax. It was where a lot of it was all coming. Like, I don't remember if it was exactly Newsmax, but it was one of those kind of sources. Mm. And then like every single article I read about it all went back to the like one news source. Right. It was basically the same quotes, everything yes. coming just like yes. basically they copied and pasted yeah. that one. Yeah. And then like other things I was reading from maybe more traditional news sources, more trusted news sources, I would say. Um we're all like, no, this has actually been debunked. Like, right. no one believes it. This is all complete garbage. And then uh, Newsmax is getting to be really bad. I'm seeing them all over. And every time I see one of their did, fucking ads did you or see their it? articles, it's like, okay, that's not fucking true. I don't need anyone to prove to me that that's fucking true or or, or lie because I can yeah. see it. You know? Did you see the video what happened on Newsmax just recently? No. Then? So there's this, uh, what's the pillow company my oh my pillow guy yeah yes uh, did you did you see the interview i'm talking about mm, so was, i might have seen snippets or he was in on, an article he was on newsmax i, I heard he's gonna make some like super long documentary about how the election was stolen yeah so he um he he was on newsmax and they were interviewing him specifically because he was banned on twitter right so the whole thing was about well you know they're they're the way that it would they were structuring the conversation was you know has Twitter or in social media gone too far? Is this being going to be permanent? Is it going to be temporary? And he just would not stop with the the election's been stolen. You know, I'm on here to talk about the election. This is bullshit and mm-hmm. blah, blah. And the host is like, okay, but we're not talking about that. And then finally the, the host was like, looks at the camera and he's like, for everyone out there, this is not Newsmax. We do not promote this this idea. We are, we have all accepted the fact that these are conspiracy theories. And really? Like, oh yeah. He would like flat out was like. Then the other host was like trying to get him to. Well, let's see what he has to say. And finally, the like the one guy, the one male anchor was like, "I'm done." Took his stuff off and walked off the set. Really? Yeah. Because I've actually seen Newsmax Newsmax art Newsmax articles that. Um, Perpetuate the stolen. Well, that's stolen all going to end because I don't know if you saw today. It was the it was the uh, just recently the oh, it was one of the the companies that makes the voting machines. They're suing Fox Dominion. News. Uh, it wasn't. I think it was the other one. Oh, okay. But anyway, they're suing Fox News and the anchors themselves for 
$2.7 billion. Oh, good. So that's all going to end. You're going to stop seeing all that. Right. Hopefully. <laughs> well, no, because they're just going to sue you. and like For defamation? Yeah, mm-hmm. for defamation. Mm-hmm. And well, I mean, ha- at that ha- point, you ha- could ha- you could prove that that's defamation. It would probably, it would probably uh, they could probably have a chance in court, because a lot of defamation cases don't. No. You know, but I think no. that might because you but, can view while it's videotaped. It is absolutely, <laughs> and you know, there's Fox evidence. Fox News is going to have a very difficult time defending themselves. Right. Any news organization, quote unquote, news information or news entertainment or whatever you want to call <laughs> news it, entertainment, yeah, uh, is going to have a very difficult time uh, defending themselves. Right. Now, I guess a, a question I could ask you is: Do you think things like QAnon and and you know these these perpetuating extreme conspiracies, at least in the in the political realm, including COVID, would have existed or been as as dangerous and damaging as they are if COVID hadn't happened. Yes, I think they would be because they've always so? been there. Yeah, but not to the same extent. I mean, the, like the, the, even even going back to like the whole Tea Party stuff, you know, a lot of that was built off of well, I know birtherism. I, Right, you know, but that's it, one thing. That's one. But that's that. I'm talking little thing. That was 11 years ago. Right. You know, well, I know. I've, 12 years. I've ago. always said that this is we're at the extreme, the far this extreme been, of this, Tea Party. This has been the snowball yeah. that has been rolling and rolling, and no one's been able to try, even wanted to try to stop. Because it. I think up until recently, even if you, even there were, even though there were a lot of people that believe these things. It wasn't so much that it actually affected policy, yeah, or how things ran. Whereas now it does. Yeah. When you have a member of Congress who has gone on record and said that wildfires in California were caused by Jew were, lasers, were caused by <laughs> space lasers that Jews shot. Yeah. That's a fucking problem. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, and it's funny because it, you should probably watch that whole episode of Bill Maher. Because <laughs> he didn't know anything about I, that. And I, then, tend to, <laughs> I tend to not like watching Bill Maher, especially lately. I feel like a lot of times Bill Maher is like the last version of Rush Limbaugh. But, you know. I wouldn't go that far because he's not very left, honestly. he's He considers himself a libertarian. And though he has left leanings, no no question there. And I would say that. He's more left than most. I'd I'd put him. I'd oh, put him. He, at, go, he goes on the off on the deep end about a lot sometimes. of shit. That's like I don't. Eh, I don't. I have never know. seen him go off on the deep end where it was in a way that was like a Rush Limbaugh where he's saying this is fact. This is it. He he'll say this is how I think. And I'm great. I yeah, don't I mean, always it, have to agree with him. Yeah, I don't, I don't always it's, agree. Though. It's just the way that he presents himself and presents information. Yeah, I think I, I like Bill Maher. I watch him every week when he's on. I'm, um, I'm not saying I don't like Bill Maher. Right. It just uh, I like his show. A I, lot of a lot of times you know, it's like eh, I can watch him, and I sometimes can, it can be difficult to watch his show. I but. can watch him, and there's a lot of times I disagree with him. I'd say probably forty percent of the time I disagree with him, but I still enjoy his show because I like. I think he's funny, and I like his approach to certain things. He's not afraid to have Republicans on. He's not afraid to, no, to no. and he doesn't have, he has no problem shitting on Democrats when he wants to, you know, so he's, he's, where are we going with all this? I don't know. Oh, just cause I wanted, it was funny when, like I said, his show's filmed live. Yeah. So last week that Jew laser thing apparently just came out. I knew about it, but apparently he didn't. So someone said that to him and he, his reaction was just, yeah. you know, well, the first cause time, they were talking about her, yeah. that, you know, that Congresswoman and. 
and he's he's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, that's like, <laughs> it was funny. how does that like? Okay, I mean, sometimes I can like wrap my head around like uh, you know, even though it's crazy, the flat earth stuff. Okay, I can kind of see sometimes where even though it's like a stretch to the imagination, where they kind of get some of their thinking from. Well, Uh, you could just assume that some people are not bright enough to understand that just because you're standing on a level surface doesn't mean that it's all level. Space Jew lasers, though, is like, uh, (laughs) I think he kind of lost me. Well, I mean, theoretically, (laughs) theoretically, we do have lasers in space. They're anti anti yeah, uh, they're not, I, they're not ICBM. Like, uh, they're not. I don't know. They're not like. They're the not la- like they're, Star Wars lasers, yeah, exactly. <laughs> even though the, it started with the Star Wars program. Yeah, um, yeah it's not like the Death Star was, shooting was, lasers at the planet was, and blowing shit I was, up. I was gonna go like James Bond kind of stuff, but yeah, yeah same. Well, thing. Yeah, that's with Moonraker, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, but we. I mean, we do have lasers in space, just not Jew lasers, and they're not starting wildfires. <laughs> yes. Uh, it just, uh, it's, yeah, I think, like I said, it's just like a, a culmination of 10 to 12 years of this just like ridiculous lie after lie that's been built on top of lie and, and it just like snowballed to where we are today. So, yeah, well, I think even without the pandemic, we would still be here. Yeah, we would still so? have the, the QAnon stuff because it was around before. I know. I just think that. There's a possibility that because people have had to, I mean, we've got people going out of business and, and people are being told to stay home. And some people are perceiving that as not as as the reduction of freedoms. Yeah. That it's and being stuck in the house. A lot of people are stuck in the house with nothing to do but look at these news sources that they're that just feed their bubble. Yeah. And it's just I think it's maybe a little worse if Corona had happened. I don't know. Or better, it's worse because Corona has happened. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's kind of hard to say. I don't know. It's just, uh, it's just a very interesting time to live. I think, but I have a conspiracy theory. What's that? God created it. Well, technically, <laughs> technically, you're he, you're right. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, that's not true. I mean, if if God exists, then yes, He did create it. But you know, that, that remains to be seen. I right? wouldn't say. You know, hold on, because I'm not even one of the. I'm not one of those religious kind of people that think like. God has his hand on everything. You know, I'm somebody that believes in free will. So I guess free will would also apply to a virus, right? Uh, no. I mean, yeah. free will has to gives the connotation of, of intelligence and thought. Not, not always necessarily, you know. Does God make a blade of grass grow? No. Or is the seed, it was just a natural progression. It's a natural progression the same from thing, the beginning. The same, the same thing, the same thing with, a, with a virus. Right. You know, a so virus, God's unnecessary it, in the equation. No, so that's, not, that's, not what I, that's not what I'm saying at all. I, I know that's what, not what you're saying. That's but what, what I'm, I'm saying, saying though, is, is the, it's a natural progression for a virus to mutate. Yeah. Because that's, that, that's, that's how we understand germ theory and, and yeah. biology. So that's why I'm like, it doesn't necessarily, and I don't know, that's, and that's why it's like, I don't understand why everyone gets hung up on the whole lab idea. Right. Does it is it because there has to be a boogeyman in the whole well, that's, the whole COVID thing? Yeah, you can't. You, yes, you can never convince a a, a group of people uh, to do something they don't want to do 
unless you create a boogeyman to make them do want to do it. And 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 I'm and I'm saying that in a weird way because it kind of sounds like the other side. But what I'm saying is is that you can't convince Republicans to vote against Democrats or just the mass people, the, the group of people to vote against Democrats, unless you make them think the Democrats are going to take away their guns yeah. and kill their babies. Those are not true statements. But if you create that boogeyman of the yeah. Democrat doing those things, you're definitely going to maintain some of your voters. So, so my question that's, and is, that's how it works for everything. So my question is, is Donald Trump still calling it the China virus or is it now the UK virus and the South America, South African virus. Well, to be completely honest, as of this recording, we haven't heard Donald Trump's voice in two <laughs> weeks. Thank fucking Christ! <laughs> it's been so nice that I mean, we're still hearing him because they're still playing his shit from like two, 2015, but we're not hearing any new shit from him. Yeah, and it's been it's, 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 been, it's, it's been, been a bit of a relief. Yeah, it's it, kind of what I expected once Biden took yeah. office. You know, but. Yeah, but it's not. I don't think it's by choice. I think if he hadn't been taken off of Twitter and Facebook, he'd be tweeting every fucking oh, day. Oh, absolutely. And he'd be hearing all that shit, and then it'd be nothing but him. Yeah, I know. And that's yeah. the whole, that's the whole funny thing when when all that happened. Also, is like people were like, "Oh, there's no no such thing as free speech anymore," and I'm like, "Well, hold on one second. If you like understand how the con- Constitution is constructed." Like that's not free speech. No, like, every company the has the right free, to free speech. Only applies to the government's not going to stop the way you, or stop you from speaking. Right. And there's even limitations to that. Right. Like you can't go scream fire in a crowded theater, even though there's no such thing as crowded theaters anymore. But um, you know, so there's always limitations to free speech. Free speech does not apply to a private company. Right. I I don't know what show it was from. Lisa Kudrow was in it. I'm assuming it was one of those HBO shows. I don't. I know she was on a couple of them, but she's playing a Republican pundit, and it shows all these clips, and it's it's within the show of her going on all these on all these like radio programs and news programs, and talking about how the the Republican voices are being silenced. <laughs> Republican voices are being silenced, and it's like all these different clips, and it, the point is, is that. No, they're not, because you're yeah. fucking talking yeah. at all of them. <laughs> yeah, it just, uh, when people, like, automatically go to the free speech thing, right. it's always bothered me. Because it's like... No one's being speech. jailed for saying they don't like Joe Biden. No. Or, and no one was jailed for saying they didn't like Donald Trump. No. That's the kind of thing that we're protected from. No one's being jailed because they say their God is more important than another God. But the whole thing, Those like, are the things we're talking about. Like, freedom of speech does not guarantee you from... Freedom of repercussions of your speech. Right. Which Donald Trump will hopefully find out soon. Well, he already has because one of the repercussions of his free speech was he got banned from social media. Right. For inciting violence. Sorry, I'm fighting a sneeze. Oh. <laughs> That's why I'm, I'm. But anyway, keep going. It's, um, I'm trying not to sneeze in the mic. But yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know. I don't know how we got off on that from COVID, but. Well,. I guess it all kind of goes together. COVID has wiggled its fingers into every aspect of our lives <laughs> well, for the last year. Yes, so. it has, absolutely. So it's very easy to get off on tangents on, on this subject. Oh, no, and there just, really isn't much to say because regardless of where it came from, we know what we have to do to, to, to curb it. Yes. We're never going to get rid of it. No. It's here to stay, but we can we can channel it in a way and fix it in a way where people can go back to normal, at yes. least a new kind of normal and that's, and functioning. And that's, and that's the other thing, too. Is like I hear people bitch and complain all the time about oh well you know i'm not allowed to go 
to restaurants and my kids aren't allowed to do this or they can't go do that. And it's like, okay, I understand all that, but are you somebody that's socially distancing and wearing your mask like you're supposed to, to kind of, to, to be able to allow us to go back to those kind of things? Because generally they're not. Right. You know, I don't know. And that's the thing. It's like. Same thing with vaccines. Like with, with the vaccine, like if you want us to be able to go back Take the fucking shot. They're not putting that. They're not putting microchips in your body. They don't have microchips that small. No, it does that technology no. does not exist. No, and even if it did, it wouldn't work. It just doesn't work. And, and well, like we always say, what's the end game? <laughs> right. What's the end game of them putting a microchip in you? Right. Because they're they already tracking everything exactly. you fucking do. If you have a smartphone, they're already tracking literally everything you do. Google is watching Eliminate everything. That. If you have a fucking social security number, they're pretty much guarding. But like, seriously, everything if you, do. you if you there was a lawsuit back in two thousand thirteen or two thousand fourteen. I remember the exact year um, where Google was involved in this lawsuit somehow. And the CEO of Google at the time, on the stand, said, if you read the user agreements for every single Google property, you give them the right to monitor everything. Mm-hmm. You have, He said, you have zero right to privacy using a Google property. So Google, if you have anything Google on your phone, on your phone they are watching everything you do. They're listening to you, you know, like, I use not, Google for not everything. Not necessarily like listening, listening, but they're they're tracking, tracking what everything. your searches and yes. everything else. Yes, yes. So it's funny. It's funny that people are uh, you know get off on these. Oh, you know, Bill Gates is you know going to inject microchips into us for what? For what purpose? He already has all your fucking information. Right. He doesn't need a microchip. You know? Yeah. No. And Apple's not any better. No, they're not. In fact, it might even be worse. I'm, uh, whatever. I don't fucking care. <laughs> right. Track me. I don't fucking care. Yeah. What are you going to do with it? Yeah. It's not like, yeah, I'm not a high profile person. What difference does no. it make? Even if yeah. I was, who fucking cares? Yeah. They can't do anything with it. Well, they could. Like? If you were a high profile person. I mean, if they really wanted to, it'd be nice. Just not nice, but it would be. Think about the possibility of catching Donald Trump in some really seedy disgusting thing which we know but, he's done but but the know, thing they is, could like, do it i'm sure someone's got that information generally it's going to be someone with a camera that's going to catch you in that right not your phone provider right right you know? um but no your internet your internet history and stuff i mean that's how they've gotten a few well, uh, that's, uh, there's there's know. ways around that though yeah i mean thankfully that's how they get pedophiles a lot of the times is their absolutely, internet yeah, usage, absolutely. there's know? a there's a uh, a building in san francisco that that's all they do is they track um, child pornography. Child pornography. Yeah. yeah. My my mom works or not works with. Uh, she had a, a. She works in the medical field, so she had a patient that she dealt with. He had that job. That was his job, and he was in it for like three years, and he quit. Oh yeah. And yeah. like had a nervous breakdown because oh, of the bet. shit he had oh, to see. Oh, I, I, I guarantee yeah. you. He said he said it it's, it totally ruined his life. Yeah. Doing that I bet. job. I, bet. I don't know how they. I don't know how anyone could do it, but. Oh no! So COVID is fake and it's, it's green. <laughs> yeah, not really conspiracy, I guess. So we talked about it, but well, we um, did. We we did talk about it a little bit. Yeah, I guess it doesn't really matter if it was. I don't think it was an engineered virus. I think it might have been a virus that was existed and they were working on it. It got out. 
whatever. Well, if not, I mean, it's still it's still there. It's already here. Let's yeah, work let's, on getting rid of yeah, it. Exactly. If people get too hung up on on all the rest right. of it. Let's just deal with what's in front of us. So we can just move on. Yeah. Don't watch the movie Twelve Monkeys or The Stand, <laughs> yeah. and you'll be fine. Or Contagion is that what the other one was? It does. Outbreak was one of them, yeah. but Outbreak was about Ebola, I think. Yeah, it was, and that was a monkey. Yeah, but fucking monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that episode of Clerks animated series with the no, monkey? Huh? Uh, there was a pet store moved in next to the to the video store, and they had a monkey in there, yeah. and it bit uh, Leonardo Leonardo. But he went over to the quick stop and ate a burrito in a box that Randall had left out on the street for like a day, uh-huh. <laughs> and it made him sick. So Randall thought that it was the, <laughs> the Ebola. <laughs> he thought it was the outbreak monkey. That's funny. So he put a big bubble over the quick stop. Oh Jesus! <laughs> quarantined it. Yeah, it was funny. I don't know. You got anything else you want to add, man? No. Check out the Clerks animated show. It's really good. I haven't watched that in forever. I know. It was only six episodes. It's like an hour, two hours long. Yeah, not even. Won't kill you. But uh, all right, man. Well, if any uh, you got any questions or comments, you can email us at reality redefined pod, pod at gmail dot com. See, yeah, I'm not an idiot. Oh, that's debatable. All right, I'm not a big idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the biggest idiot ever. <laughs> and if they wanted to find us on Twitter, Ian, where could they find? They us? would find us at We the Lizard People. We the Lizard People. People is PPL. People is PPL. Did I got that right? Yeah, look at that. Not yeah. the biggest idiot ever. No, no, no. No, no. No, well. you, can't, you cannot say I'm the biggest <laughs> no, no, idiot no. ever. No. But, I may uh, be a big idiot, but I'm not the biggest. <laughs> All right, well, until next time. Talk to y'all later. Peace. Playing my role, let me tell you about it. This shit right here, man, I'm about about it. Only real niggas reside around me. Yo, lady, drop a card around me. Dip like I know you can, bitch. Show me the rust like we in the ring. Got you took over, you wanna hang. Shoulder to shoulder, them niggas basic. You know I won't lie. You know that I ain't for that fuck shit. You niggas alright, but I'm way better and she love it. Know that y'all sick as fuck. Here go this tissue, bro. We taking the dub. Hoping you get you some. This here like a pick me up. She taking my drugs. Know they see the sign. That's some down the Know they sick as fuck. Know they sick as fuck. Tell them get well soon. Tell them get well soon. Know you sick as fuck. Get well soon. Oh shit. Watch out, you the god, Billy. Oh shit. Right now, and I'm smiling in your face, bitch. With a ghost smile, you should probably make placement to your eye. Niggas sick as fuck. Standing with niggas. Who died for that party? Who died for some bitches who showing their bodies? Swear to God, nigga, this Molly got me up and rolling. These bodies of water. Bring that shit in bottles. We must at the party. They hate when we style it.